surprised. Let's put it that way. I've never seen where only one or two bids. Oh my God. Have you, now you talk about there's a no bid situation and there's bids, you know, 20 bids, which is the best situation, but try to deal with right. two bids. That's Crazy. actually harder than no bids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Why was that, do you think? Low wallet count. Okay. My guess, yeah. We actually talked about it right then and there. And the, okay, and, good. And I, it's audience development. That's always key. And they're sure. working on that. Sure. And, good. you know, they, they it was still a successful event. It's just yeah. for that kind of cause, I would love for it to go bigger, bigger and bolder. Bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, this is really cool because you're talking, you, you said, you said audience prep is what you call yeah. it. Yeah. Oh call? yeah, prepping that yeah. Uh, prepping that bitter, prep the bitter. So you and it's so funny because I I got your newsletter. We've known each other for a really long time, and it caught my attention. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the same stuff we're we're saying. Um, we got to have you on the pod. So Dean Crownover, thanks so much for coming, brother. I really really appreciate it. My benefit auctioneer, published author about fundraising, one of the most prolific minds in fundraising coming out of at the Atlanta Georgia area. You called it prepping your bidders. Yeah, absolutely. And it caught, it caught my attention with regard to the live auction. These are like must haves. I loved how you just you nailed it in three steps. You're like you need to prep your bidders, and we're big believers in this. And I don't. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop rambling about my opinions about how to go about it. But we're we're in lockstep, and you said it's called prepping your bidders, and you had these beautiful these beautiful steps that I think people absolutely need to follow. Tell the audience why it's important, and then we'll get into the how to. Well, hey, thanks for having me. You know, I love you guys always, yeah. always love, love HGA. Love, love you too, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Best products out, and if you send me to Portugal, then then I can really say how great it is. Portugal's hot people. Before I say anything, yeah. get Portugal, get their Portugal with the, the port sailing. I'm not just saying that because nice. they have that product. I'm saying, cause I'm selling it. It is awesome. It's really All right. cool. Um, yeah. And I predicted Portugal yeah. two years ago would be the hot thing and now it is. So uh -huh. I feel, I yeah. feel like I'm also a kind of a mystic. You weren't wrong. You weren't, you wrong. know, here's, here's, <laughs> I'm seeing a weird trend and I think okay. because coming out of COVID, out of virtual, yep. and I came out in 2021, hitting the ground, uh, end of 2021 with live audience is yep. pretty heavy. So virtual, you could do less marketing. It's all digital. Okay. You didn't have to create physical poster boards or physical items for a ballroom anymore for, for marketing. Right, right. I think what's happened coming out of it, people aren't used to doing it again. And I'm my, now my clients, I really instruct on. So they're losing the fundamentals. They're losing they the fundamentals. sure are. And even some of my clients sure. that it, or it gets lost in translation or they they're so stressed at the end. They really are. They work so hard. They're underpaid. Mm -hmm. They are, you know, trying to do everything. One or two people trying to get everything done and it gets lost. I worked an event the other day that had no live auction display and the emphasis on how important that is. And you wouldn't think it is in today's day and age because it's all digital. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be very stereotypical here. It's a couple. Mm -hmm. One person in that couple is getting all the emails from you, knows all the social right. media on this thing, knows what's going to be at this Correct. event, and the other person has no idea. And when they get there, oftentimes, this is the first thing they see is a live auction posters. Now, I, I don't know if all auctioneers do this. I work that area during pre-function. I like to introduce who I am. I like to kind of make friends and then explain what the items are. Big, beautiful posters that say the word live auction at the very top with a bunch of pictures and some bullet points. So 
important. Then I'll go, well, I need a fund to need poster there too, because a fund to need is is a whole different subject, as you know, but it's still one of the biggest money makers. And then in the program, they're forgetting to put it in the program. And I'm going, you have to assume they have no idea what's going on. And if they do put it in, oh my gosh, I will kid you not. I worked one the other day that was one poster that just was the titles of each, not even an item number, no description. And I just stood by the titles and I go, hey, these are what we have. Luckily, they could go to their phone on one of the mobile bidding platforms to find out more. But the truth is they want to sit and look at these posters and they want to ask some of a person questions. Yep. Best money you can spend. I think it's super smart. Yeah, I think it's super smart. You said with these posters, you also said bigger is better. Oh, yeah. And you're so yeah. I know you're saying that. Are you also saying we need more imagery? We need really succinct bullet points. Like, give me some more feedback there. Let's get in the weeds on that a little bit. Yeah, what you think everybody's visual. Get uh, some, okay, for instance, Portugal, let's use that. Now for Portugal, you're going to need a few pictures. You're going to need the big bullet points and including, and this is all the major stuff, you know, it's for two people, it's for six nights, it's uh, an apartment in the heart of stuff, it's a sailing cruise with a port tasting. It's two years or whatever to use, and then airfare not included, and, you know, the, the, the little things like that. Important Yeah, disclaimer. yeah, and, and they don't have to be legalese that that's on everything else the paperwork we're going to give them at the end and you can put more in the digital description but for the poster no paragraphs bullet points people it's amazon guys amazon doesn't have paragraphs it's bullet points when you look at an item people have had a few Mm -hmm. drinks believe it or not at these events so sure i just want to read the book i just want to boom 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 oh yeah Yeah. oh yes yes got it and what if there are Four or five people hovered around those posters, off in case there are, and they're looking over each other's shoulders, and they can see those bullet points much quicker than they can anything else. Add an item number, because that way I can keep referring to that mobile bidding platform. I'll give you a great example. Two weeks ago, I worked an event, turned out to be an amazingly, amazingly successful event. However, when I got there, the live auction display, and I kid you not, was eight by 10 color printouts in frames. And that was tough because you've got 10, 20 people around a table and they're all trying to read and it was tiny print. So they'd have to lift it up and look. And one of them was a raffle that didn't even say raffle. So I'm there explaining it all, but that kills your voice to explain that much. So it was, it's one of those things I have to be aware because I'm not on stage yet. Don't do eight by tens. Put those in the, in frames at the bars or the bathrooms, which I'm a big fan of. Use that space. Mm -hmm. But for 11 by 17 minimum. 18 by 24 stretch. Please, please go to, I think even Office Depot, that kind of thing is now pretty inexpensive, but get a sponsor to make those posters. Foam board. Just don't even question it. Just make it. And you only need really one set for the live auction unless you have such a big space that people are going to be on another side of the room or you have a VIP and then they're going to come into the main room. Eventually, you're going to have to have it in the VIP and the main room if they're both running at the same time. You don't need it in the ballroom because you're going to have rotating slides that are basically the posters Mm -hmm. of those live auction items. Yeah, video in your case. Now, so this is great, too. And and again, uh, not everybody does this. 
if you've got video links, like you guys have video links for a lot of your stuff, you put that in the description, right? Or you put a QR code on the poster that will send over. We have a QR code poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super simple. If you don't have pro video like you guys have, let's just say somebody gave a beach house, right? That, that's not a, an item that is professional. Donation, yeah. I yeah. bet you, you can find some kind of promo from a chamber of commerce or something like that about the area. So, and let's just say the house is on VRBO. So you can pull mm-hmm. th- those pictures, create a little video and a little yeah. video yeah. Of, of what's around. So there's a lot you can do People respond to thir- and 30 seconds, guys, no more than 30 second videos, maybe a minute at most. But for the most part, yeah. it's just to get that visual in my head of, ooh, that's um, like 30A is a, a beach uh, a couple hours away from us in Atlanta. Seaside. Yeah. Ooh, look at that beautiful house. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I think, yeah, we're touching on some really important points here. I think that, uh, as you mentioned, I, I, the more imagery, the better, right? People communicate and, and are sharing stories and are ingesting information via, via video number one. If you can get that done, it'd be great. You know, if you can go into Canva, have someone, you know, uh, someone on your staff or a volunteer that knows someone, maybe they can donate their time. It'll take them an hour to put that video together. Or that spend the money on even Fiverr if you don't have access to you. anybody. Yeah. Fiverr. Agreed. Or a high school kid. Agreed. I'm telling you, somebody, you, you're, you got a kid who has they a friend who there. can do it if your kid can. Yeah, they are out there. And it's just been, it's been a game changer to have video for us during the live auction that you can play for that 30 seconds or what Oh, I'm, I'm glad you said um, that. And, and I want to say something on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm such do. a huge yeah. fan of that. We okay. will embed, I will have them embedded into the slide and right. it will play behind me without sound because usually we have some kind of music, you know, my show's pretty high energy. Yeah, so I mean, you have got some kind of music yeah. going on yeah. in the, and, as I'm talking about it, they'll watch that as I'm talking about it. It'll land on the slide that's got the bullet points in the picture that mimics the poster. So you don't yeah. have to recreate the yeah. wheel for each of this media types. It's I basically it. the yeah. same template. And if I can say one thing, and I'm sure people yeah. are going to disagree with me, but I'm the expert, so I'm always correct, is, okay. is flowery, <laughs> flowery, flowery language, yeah. get rid of it. In your descriptions and, and it can have a couple of adjectives adverbs that are great adjectives that are great. But like I read a sentence the other day that I had to edit out because it was like all this flowery language about the beach. And I'm like, no, 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 they get it. They know what the beach is, you know, uh, the room, you know, it's, it can say spacious and beautiful. Okay. More isn't always more when it comes to people. don't want, I don't want to read all that. Give me the, where, the well, you said something really interesting, Dean. You said something really interesting. You're like bullet points, get to the point, brevity, all these things. There's things that we have to include in there. I get it. But you said something that's, it's so true. You're like Amazon, it's not long, mm-hmm. you know, paragraphs and all this, because at the end of the day, donors are consumers. <laughs> they might have more resources. They might have more access. They might have more wealth. What have you? They care about the mission, but they're consumers at the end of the day. And we're, everything that we're talking about actually is a consumerism you know, component, obviously, yeah. because we're selling these items yeah. to raise money. You know, I know it's a, it's a little more nuanced than, than a, a brick and mortar company, for instance, but we're selling these items. What I was always contending, I, there's another bullet point that you had that, was, that I want to get to, but my contention with regard to advertising auction items in general, especially live auction items, 
is that even if we could, and you, you made a really great point, maybe one, one member of the couple is the only one that's getting the emails or the only one that's really active on social and really, really plugged into everything that's going on. However, that's another advertising tool that will spark interest. And maybe that forces that one member of the family to have the conversation with their, with their spouse. So be it. I'm a big believer in, in not leaving anything to chance, using your, your social platform, using your website, using the mobile bidding site to advertise these items in advance. Cause I actually don't think that they should be a surprise. A hundred percent agree. Couples, individuals, but especially couples make Mm -hmm. decisions at home on two things. Number one, how much are we going to give in the fund to need? And if you have given them the amounts we're going to ask for, you're going to get a higher amount at the event because they have talked it through, budgeted, da 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 da. If sure. you sure. surprise them, they're going to give you the minimum. Yes. Live auction is the same, but the live auction yes. has a different component. We have to get them in love with the idea of the trip, emotionally attached. So when, if they're on the verge of losing it during the bidding war, there's an attachment. They're going to, yeah. yeah, they're going to hit the gas. and It's the fear of missing out. Oh, yeah, fear of losing. Fear of missing they need out. to yeah, see themselves good. on that trip before they even show up to your event. And your job right. is to make that happen. And that's where I think a lot of the disconnect is. If you work at the nonprofit, again, overworked, underpaid, you're doing great, great work, by the way. Yep. You, It's easy to not it's easy to skip some steps because you know that item very, very well. Mm-hmm. Your, your guests do not. And you correct. If you're and, and I always say this, always say this guys, when you are in the weeds and you don't know, you have so much to do. You don't know what to do. Two things. Number one, push that fund to need first. That's, that's where the money is for just free donations. And number two, push yeah. the live auction. So if you can just center back on those, Yep. Or if they're if they're doing a raffle, I would always say that's number three. Then sure. Sure. then everything else will fall suit. And it's okay if some of the other stuff goes away, but you cannot you cannot ease up on pushing those two things. On the opportunity. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. Yeah. It's it's an emotional game for for buyers. I, I, I've said this pro- over a hundred times to folks. I say the reason why we want to advertise and the reason why mobile bidding software is so great and you have the advent of all these things and your social channels. And what, I said, I said, people are going to figuratively pack their bags before they even show up. Maybe they're going to invite another couple and they're going to, oh, I want to go too, or what have you. There's so much synergy there that we really miss a lot of You're times. You're absolutely right. I'm going to, no, I want to say yeah, something. You, I yeah. didn't even think about that. No, We've we, done that. My, my wife yeah. and myself have done that where we're looking at it. Yeah. And our, we haven't even won it. And it literally is yeah. who are we can invite. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even think about that, but that's true. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I, it's easy for me to sit here from where I'm sitting, being the trips and experience fella and, and talk about that. But there is a tremendous appetite for folks to move about right now. Mm-hmm. The applications for new passports and passport renewals in the United States has hit, has hit 400,000 a week. That's tremendous. 400,000 applications a week. I'll give you some other data. Nine out of our top 10 bestsellers in 2023, and you're listening to this in October of 2023, nine out of our top 10 bestselling items are international. And can you tell and me what also, the top few were or are? 
Yeah, absolutely. Tuscany, oh, yeah. Cabo, Caribbean. We have a uh, Bordeaux, Dublin, Ireland. A lot of Europe. A lot of all inclusives. You know, that's where we started. Was with the all inclusive packages. C- crazy that they're still the top stores, but not that crazy actually because they're beef. We believe in c- in covering all the. They're bases, simple. Right? Uh, so, I don't have to think. Yeah, have beef. Right. Yeah, have a beach option. Have a once in a lifetime option. Have a European option. Have a group option. Those kinds of things. Well, they're all working. And I don't mean to get down in the weeds about the products and stuff like that. But all these things being said is we can't ignore the appetite to travel. You said you you pontificated that, that Portugal is going to be huge. It's a beautiful country. It's a bucket list experience for a lot That's of folks. That's the key right now. It's bucket list, by the way, in my neck of the woods. Absolutely. Coming out of COVID, yeah. it was all yeah. bucket list. Tuscany, which I've sold forever and uh, from different yeah. vendors, yours, uh, obviously. Yep. Yep. I've been selling it for a good 15 years, right? So yep. it hit numbers. I had never mm-hmm. seen that same item. And and I'm like, it's because people were locked up. Now I heard a, a term, and I don't know if you've heard this, revenge vacationing, I heard, is over. Mm, I, heard I, I didn't think about yeah. this. It's revenge vacationing, yeah. meaning that everybody yeah. was locked up. Had, it got taken away. Got right, yeah. When COVID finally, you know, was manageable. Everybody got out and started vacationing. So, or, or we're on the verge of it. So I was selling items just at crazy numbers and crazy amounts of items. Now, however, it's the revenge vacationing has subsided. People have been on a few vacations. I think it's more important than ever that nonprofits have to market them because to get them to get that emotional attach and to yeah. say yeah. that, you're going to go on vacation in the next year anyway. Why don't you support us? Yeah, leverage your game and do that because budget. that in our household that makes a big difference. We buy a lot at auctions, and we know that money is going to that nonprofit. That actually we factor that in when we're buying things. I, I'm once again. I will preface this: this is not an no. advertisement. Very easy from the position that I'm sitting in to say this. However. Having items, exciting items and destinations like this will actually inspire more people to come, more people to bid, and more people you haven't met before yeah. that have never been exposed to your organization to come bid. Also, you'll have people bidding three, five, seven, ten thousand dollars $10,000 on items that you maybe have never met before. Let's say this. Let's 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 add another caveat. Let's say someone bids on an item and they don't they don't buy it. They're not the winning bidder, and it goes for seventy five hundred dollars. But you had someone a couple tables over bid seven thousand and lose the bidding. That's someone that was will that you've never met before. Right. For instance, that person was willing to spend seven thousand dollars on an item at your event. That's someone that you want to go introduce yourself to. Thank them, right? And I also, and I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't have a, a crystal ball here, but with that person in theory, Dean, with that person that had never been to the event before, do you think they would have given $7,000 in the fund? No, uh, probably not. Not yet. Probably no, not. Probably not. Uh, but cultivate that relationship. That's a great, you know what I mean? We had, we, we, I could go on and on about all these stories and you have more than I do because you're the one doing the events, right? But what's the number one goal though? What, what is the number one goal? for organizations to have these gala pass money what is the actual goal do you know oh i have a few different uh, give ideas, me one because I, I think I, I yeah. i'm pretty sure i know because i've talked to i work with so many but tell me what then yeah. what you what do you really think that gala is for we always say it's to tell the it's obviously well we always say number one it's a fundraiser so let's never oh, pass, lose that. Sight of that. pass that we always know it's money yeah. but pass, pass that. that right right so 
a few things. It'll be to show folks what you have done, what you're doing, and what you plan on doing and why you need the money and what that's going to serve, right? However, I mean, a big, 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 big piece is introducing new people to your organization and cultivating Creating relationships. patrons for life. A hundred percent. And yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. now more than ever, and I'm seeing what I term generation blend. A couple of years ago, the millennials, the older millennials were not a force yet in giving because, yeah, yeah. you know, they're, they're mm -hmm. getting out of college, starting families, that kind of thing. Now, okay. I am seeing, in fact, I will tell you, I did one two weeks ago that used to be 100% older audience, bigger wallets, older. Okay. It is now, and I kid you not, 75% younger, 25% okay. older. Yep. In two years, that changed. And we noticed it the second year and went, okay, now for this third year coming up, we're going to have to radically change mm -hmm. how how we do things. And, and, and I also, meaning the items we put in, how we're doing things, a raffle will be very yep. big there because they can't afford a lot of the live yet. So a raffle sure. where everybody can uh, participate, whether they're in the room or not. Now, and I want to yeah. say, and you've heard me say this a million times about consignment. I love my consignment companies. I love you guys. I always tell my client, consignment when we need it. I'm not about throwing it in there for the sake of throwing it in there. That is, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not getting a kickback from anybody. I look at my client's needs first. Needs. I got to tell you, yep. for the, without a doubt, if we're doing a raffle, Going back to you're talking about an awesome item that draws people, and especially the younger audiences now, you have mm -hmm. to put something so awesome in that raffle. 99% of my clients don't have access to a free trip to Portugal or whatever. This is where you right. guys are any you know consignment, but you've got something that's affordable. I always like to say buy something three grand or less. That way you sell in 30 tickets on 100 bucks a pop. But I'm also about tiering now. Yeah. We're we're selling three yeah. for two fifty and seven chances for five hundred. Those two price points are going through the roof. Cool. I I uh, and I'll expand on that. I think I think we've said this before. Donors are consumers. Consumers like different price points. Some of them can afford live auction items. Many of them cannot. Mm -hmm. So it's a great entry level option. It's very fun. I don't think that we play into the the gambling side of it and the hundred chances to win side of it enough because there's a supply and demand or a scarcity layer there that we probably don't exercise enough, which is very, very important. I mean it in the best possible way. We're big believers in different price points. We actually have a lot of clients right now doing the golden ticket for a hundred tickets at a hundred bucks and then doing a, a higher end oh, yeah. Yeah. golden ticket for a hundred tickets for 250. And so they rate, they raise 10 K with the hundred tickets at a hundred and 25 K with the hundred at 250 as well. Kind of achieving the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We're in the same vein, different price points work. Consumers love that. And I think that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a no brainer and a great way to cultivate new relationships. You have to crazy market it because, and I'll give you a, a wonderful sure. example from two weeks ago. So that okay. same organization who I love, and I'm not going to name, they're awesome. Yeah. But they had, because it, one or two people doing everything and they really worked their heart out. Mm -hmm. They had one, oh, no please. posters for the raffle anywhere except one little eight by 10 frame with me at the live auction, right? Nobody knew right, about it. Right. So I yeah. got on the mic, I must've said 30 times, go buy this item. 
or go buy this raffle. It's item 100. We always put it first, the raffle first, so it's Smart. easy to find on your on your device. Smart. Smart. She had sold two tickets. I'm a big fan of opening it a four weeks, three weeks, four weeks before your event to sell to people who can't be For there, sure. right? She'd only sold two tickets. And she said to me when I showed up, oh, my God, I've only sold two tickets. Should we cut these down to 50 bucks? And I said, no, no. You want to guess how much we sold? And this is just for the room. It was about 500 people. Take a guess. You sold out. Oh, oh, well, I see. I go beyond 100 tickets. I I don't cap it. Well, you could have done 200. $28,000 in because we did the three tiers. I mean, $28,000. Yeah. Yeah. Right then and there. You were doing a lot of that from the microphone, I'm assuming. A lot of that from the microphone. That was all from the microphone because there was no yeah, marketing. Yeah, it yeah. would have made life Perfect. easier had there been a yeah. whole plan to market it prior. And again, you got, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, consignment companies for the most part are going to have videos oh. and all that. Yeah. And then at yeah. the event, it should have been everywhere with that fun and need in the live auction stuff because the younger generation who really, I mean, everybody was buying it, but the younger generation mm-hmm. who we really need to buy at least one for a hundred again, mm-hmm. they, you know, it's a TikTok generation. It's, 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 it's short attention spans. They want to quickly find, it's where is that? Involved. They're not going to go look for that yeah. item. You better yeah. have it front yeah. and center everywhere yeah. you go. Bathrooms and bars, people, that's the best places. You 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 segued really really nicely. There was a third bullet point, <laughs> which was the impetus for this conversation. We were saying advertise these things in high traffic areas. That sounds so simple. A lot of these things are probably sounding so fundamental, but obviously people need to hear this because you're at events where they're not doing it. We have plenty of events where we know they're not doing it. But high traffic areas, whether it's the golden ticket opportunity, the live auction preview, all of the above. That can't be overlooked. That's a fundamental, but it can't be I overlooked. was at a venue this, today, about an hour away from Atlanta that I've never been to. It's a ballroom okay, essentially, cool. but when yeah. we walked through everything, because I like to put my input on where it should go, I identified like this triangle where people were coming in and a bar here and a wall here. And I said, we're going to put the live auction posters here and the golden ticket table here. This is going to match traffic. Everybody will go past this several times. And over here is the second space they're going to walk past a lot. And the sound is booming, and I can use my microphone by the live auction display. It's an art and a science. You're absolutely right. We have to figure out where and, – and don't put it in a hallway when they're going from checkout to the ballroom. They don't stop. You put it where they need yeah. to – they need to stop and really look at it and talk to somebody. They're not gonna do that unless they have a drink in their hand. So get them in that ballroom, get a drink in their hand and put it in a place that's pretty high traffic where they feel comfortable stopping and wait and looking for a while. It's window shopping and talking. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you love our podcast, click the download button, rate us and follow us on social media at HGA Fundraising. Get out there, start fundraising, and raise more money. See you next time.